Welcome to another episode of Heroes And. This is a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and the world's finest. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Cody. And I'm Andy. And today we are talking about Heroes And, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And for this episode, we are joined by our good friend, uh, Oscar. Welcome back to the podcast. How you doing, man? I'm Batman. <laughs> hey, what's up? I like that that works just for anything, any question, anything. It is can... the I am Groot of the DC universe. <laughs> it is. I like it. Uh, we have our good friend, like I said, Oscar on the podcast. Um, we're here talking about Batman v Superman. So I'm just going to say up front, spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it, uh, go see the movie and then come back and listen to our thoughts on it. Uh, but we're just going to get right into it. We're just going to jump right into our thoughts on the movie. So, Oscar, you're the guest. Uh, you're going to go first here. What, uh, what, what's your first response, your general reaction after seeing Batman v Superman? Uh, it's getting a lot of hate out there. My general first response is go see the movie. It needs your money. Go give it some money. <laughs> we we want money. DC to make more movies. Yes. So I actually really, really dug it. I loved it. You asked for an emoji response. Yes. It was the nerdy smiley face okay. because it's got all the good nerd feels, in my opinion. That's something we can talk about, but yes. in my opinion. Okay. So you really liked it. Yeah. Uh, that was your emoji review. Cody, how about you, man? What, what was your general thoughts after the movie? Uh, I I was not a huge fan of it. Um, if we're, if we're going with the the one emoji style uh, review, it is it, it was one of the ones uh, that is a crying face mm-hmm. or the very sad you know upset emotional face. Uh, and the reason I went with that one specifically or one of those you know uh, of kind of emojis is because I really wanted the movie to be good, and I felt like it wasn't. And so I I think much like a kid who has his toy taken away from him. Or his toy breaks, yeah. you know, uh, and it you know it no, it no longer serves purposes it's supposed to. Um, I was I was a little emotionally upset about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think I got your text the next. I think I read it in the morning when you sent it to mm-hmm. me. Um, but I res- oh actually no because I was still up because we both yeah, saw it. yeah because you saw it at nine like the I think four like forty but minutes. But did you think me. that the, the the crying was because because Superman like death of like no, did you like no, no. <laughs> I knew that <laughs> he, like, he said the crying because he was just not happy with it. Um, I actually responded back to you just with the sad emoji. Um, I I liked the movie. I sent the sad the sad emoji was be- because um there was there were a lot of good parts to the movie. Um, but they were, I think, parts of the movie as well that uh, they were like so close to getting right or mm-hmm. like they were on to something good. But then they kind of went in a different direction or they uh, prolonged something or, you know, so it was they were almost close enough to getting a really, really good film. Yeah. And I think that's why I sent that sad emoji. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think as this is one movie that I'm actually if you look at. Rotten Tomatoes or just any review of it, and you talk to your friends about it, the reviews are all over the place. Yeah. Like, I honestly, this is, I, this, I can't remember the last movie that I felt like that this was the general reaction, that they, it was just all over the place. Yeah, before it. seeing it, I talked to a few people, 
Absolutely hated it. Thought yeah. it was uh, the the critics were trying to one up each other with like should have cut my arm off instead of seeing this movie. Like just crazy things. Yeah. And then I talked to other people who were like, yeah, that was great stuff. I can't wait for more. Wonder Woman was awesome, etc. Yeah. I actually talked to a few people that were like, oh, there's another one. Oh, I didn't know that was happening. So it's it's almost like there maybe maybe not fatigue. Maybe it's just people are like. Oh, it's the beginning of the year. Is there, is there another one already happening? I, yeah. I thought Deadpool was the thing this year. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's really bizarre the, how mixed the reviews are on of this movie. Oh yeah. Um, let's talk about some of our favorite parts of the movie, um, and then we'll, of course we'll transition out of that. But uh, Oscar, you watched the movie already. You just saw it once, correct? Just once. I'm yeah. going tomorrow again to yeah. see it with nice. some plans with some friends. Um, so just after seeing it once, what would you say was your one of your favorite parts uh, or your favorite part of of the movie? I think if we're generalizing, probably the easiest thing to say is some of the visuals, like the, the visual aesthetics of it were really, really cool. Some of that, a lot of it's what we saw in the trailer, like just the different styles we're getting from the the dream sequence of him in like the the steampunk post-apocalyptic yeah. thing. Like that's so visually cool, yeah. as well as like some of the fight sequences, some of the visuals of the characters just looks really great the way they, they did pieces. I'm sure someone's going to say, yeah, that's because it's just a bunch of visuals with no story. <laughs> I don't agree with that, but yeah. I do think the visuals are cool. My favorite is I'm a huge fan of Frank Miller and I felt like there was a lot of uh, homage or a lot of really cool Frank Miller-esque things. Like there's a moment when Batman jumps down on top of Superman and pushes him down the stairwell mm -hmm. and that's like straight out of Frank Miller stuff. It mm -hmm. feels like huge Batman in a big suit yeah. just coming down to squash Superman. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. That was a lot of cool um, him, you know, throwbacks were just not that graphic novel, which was really cool. Yeah, that, it's very clear, I think, to anyone who's read the Dark Knight Returns, any of the Dark Knight Returns comics, that, yeah. uh, that the inspiration for this Batman is, you know, being very much drawn from Frank Miller's, uh, Frank Miller's Batman. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Oscar, you mentioned the the nightmare sequence in particular. That was that was one of the ones that I felt like, like you know, Andy mentioned like the scenes that you know, could have, like, maybe were out of place, you yeah. know, uh, and that if they had maybe changed just a little bit. That one in particular, while I did enjoy the scene, um, and I, I, I I can see how it functions and serves a purpose, that was one of the ones that I felt like was a little bit unnecessary. Yeah, oh, okay, before we before we start going down that road, hold on, hold on. Let's, 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 let's stay with the good news. Let's stay, let's stay okay, with the good okay. stuff. We'll, so, we'll stay with the good so news. So, CP, Andy, let's, uh, I, I would love to hear yes. what your good news is. Yes. I uh, have a short list. I might need some time <laughs> to think about it. Um, I, definitely, I'll, I'll, I can go. Um, one of my favorite parts about the movie um have two big things in my opinion um and that's the i i love that man of steel uh what we see from that movie uh everything that took place in that movie is still uh there's still an effect to that of of that in this movie mm -hmm. and there's still things that the characters in that world is still dealing with and i really did appreciate that it was that the heaviness of that uh, was felt throughout the whole movie. The consequences, right? Yeah, the yeah. consequences of uh, the the battle of you know Metropolis, and then um, still trying to figure out whether or not Superman is is for the good of people and for the good of mankind, or if he's against mankind. Um, and then having to, as humans, having to set up defense defenses against this you know this being that can potentially wipe out everyone mm -hmm. like i really enjoy that that was from beginning to end that was you know threaded through the whole movie and we see that with 
you know, the court scene and the senator and like, you know, the government trying to do things the legal way. And we see Lex trying to do things his way and Batman and Bruce, you know, Bruce Wayne trying to set up a defense against, you know, Superman his way. And so I really thought that was I enjoy that the the story element, you know, to that, you know, that point. Yeah, totally. I think it's really cool that it, it kind of is similar to I think the book's called Marvels. It's a a book by the, in the Marvel universe, but it's all about not the superheroes, but the the people on the ground that yeah. are like Spider Man's fighting Doc Ock, and what's happening to everyone getting killed, or yeah. just how their lives are uh, affected by that. And so it's kind of neat that there are consequences. There's if we want peace, prepare for war. Like there's things like yeah. the, the the little people down here. Like we have to do stuff just in case Superman mm-hmm. isn't on our side anymore. Yeah. I really I really like that a lot. And um and then my other the other thing I, I really enjoyed about the movie. Um, was the the movie score like the music to it? Yeah, and so I, hot. Yeah, oh, it yeah. was. It's really really good. And I, um, from the opening scenes, that opening, um, you know, the opening credits, the score immediately caught my attention. And I know, like, it was it was a really important part of this of the movie. Like, it was noticeable. It wasn't something that was just kind of like background noise that you really couldn't make out but mm-hmm. it's almost now to the point where it's almost iconic like if you hear it if you mm-hmm. see it again or if you hear it you'd be like oh yeah okay i associate that now with you know this character or that scene you yeah know? a friend of mine said the word confident and it's so true like the, they went out and like gave lex luther a darth vader style march like yeah. his anthem is really really cool and it's like wow that's really bold but it works like it's like yeah. he's villainous yeah. and we're going with it right now yeah i i really liked i really like that so um so the point that i was actually listening to the score on you know during work today on spotify like i, I really enjoyed it and it's hans zimmer and you know i've Really enjoyed his stuff ever since, you know, Christopher Nolan and the Dark Knight trilogy. And that's really when I took notice of of his style and his, you know, scores and all that. It so. also says Junkie XL in there. I don't know anything by yeah. that particular creator, but I. it's exciting if he helped to make yeah. that really cool sound that we get with like, I love that the Wonder Woman one is called, Is She With You? Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> and it's such a hot track. Like, yeah, it's really yeah. good. So I'm really curious to see like what part he played in that. Yeah, it was good. So those are the two main... Two, you know, big things that I really liked about there. Honestly, again, I I liked it, so I can keep on going on and on. But Cody, I want to hear your short list or your one thing that you liked about it. What was that, man? Um, I I think that the the one thing that I do enjoy. Um, or I did enjoy the most is Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, um, I'm so he did uh, he did good. This is the reason. There's a there will be an asterisk that's going to get us. There's a caveat there. Apparently. <laughs> end of the weakest point, um, uh, or at least you know issues that we have with it. But uh, I will say with with Ben Affleck's Batman, he's he's very much the the detective uh, that you know that we've come to know and love, mm-hmm. um, or you know that we see a lot throughout bat you know throughout Batman comics. Um, as well as the physical brawler, uh, you know, and the in the physical powerhouse that we see, uh, like in the Batman Arkham games, you know, yeah. I, I, and I, like when I think it was the second to last trailer, maybe the last trailer that was released, uh, I, I like right after that came out, I saw a cool uh, GIF of uh, that shot of yeah. Batman fighting, you know, the guys in the warehouse, and then a cl- uh, uh, on the bottom side of that was clips from Arkham Knight. Uh, and it very much looks, you know, the same with that that brutal precision yeah. um, and and awesomeness. And you that, love that game. And I love those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, you know, it's my. It's, I, I would say it's my favorite franchise yeah. uh, as far as video games go. So that I thought was awesome. Um, 
<clears throat> I, I liked the the weight of uh, of the world that Bruce Wayne was carrying mm-hmm. uh, in this movie, and and you know as we as we kind of slowly see him becoming more and more unhinged, you know, through things like the nightmare scene. And I know I mentioned that I think it was unnecessary, but uh, I did appreciate that it, you know it kind of further establishes that he's he's slowly but surely you know kind of losing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the caveat with the Batman character, and I, I think it's something that. Uh, that comes up, you know, or that I'm not the first one that's necessarily mentioned it, but he kills a lot of people. Indirectly. In, indirectly. <laughs> I think that's the asterisk. To, that's, that's the, the asterisk, right? Because yeah. in the dream sequence, he yes, he the, has a the, gun, he's shooting people, but the, outside of that... The dream sequence I'm okay with. I can it's a get, dream. It's, it's a, a dream. dream. Yeah, it's, it's a dream. It's a crazy thing. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's in the past. Um, um, but so, but then, you know, we see, like, the there's the moment where he's in the Batmobile, and he, like, he blows up a car, or he wrecks a car. Yeah. And the car tumbles, and I'm like, oh, maybe the guy's still alive, you know? Mm-hmm. This, that, this is the first time that I was noticing how, like, he was just kind of killing people. Um, so I think, oh, maybe the guy's still alive. Then he chains the car to his Batmobile <laughs> for reasons that I don't really understand still. <laughs> Yes. Um, and he starts like whipping it around and using it to smash into other cars. I and think that, that I think dead. that particular <laughs> yeah. car ends up blowing up with a an oil tanker, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, or you know, a gas truck. Uh-huh. So that not only is that car, that person, you know, in that car dead, but <laughs> whoever I assume that the person in the gas tank is is innocent, is, is you know, like yeah. is not a criminal, not with the bad guys. <laughs> So now we're talking about a, at least one civilian casualty. It was there. like a Batman party popper or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Behind yeah exactly. So then, uh, and then we see, you know, in the in that uh, that w- the warehouse scene mm-hmm. where he's, you know, he's wailing on the guys, and like there's a point where he, the guy has a grenade and the pins pulled, so Batman just kind of kicks him away, gets him away from him, yeah. and the, that dude, he's gone. <laughs> Uh, he's got the grenade in his hand. I don't know if you know how grenades work. <laughs> I find I've never thrown one except in Call of Duty. But I understand that if you hold it for too long, you gonna... you get respawn. <laughs> oh, so the guy's fine. He just got, comes back. He just, so he just comes back. Over. Yeah, sure. he, he starts the at the bottom of the yeah, different yeah. part of the city. It's a caterpillar um, now. Yeah. And then and then the the next the next one is like we see you see Batman take a knife from a guy and then like it's a big military <laughs> tactical knife and he just puts it in the guy's chest and it I like I know where a heart is supposed to be <laughs> and lungs are supposed to be and that was a big knife. So he, he Batman pierced a couple things, you know. Yeah. And granted, I had the guy that live with one lung, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's totally fine. You know, okay. people do that all the time. Right. Uh, and then the, the the one other one, also again from that warehouse scene, is what, there's a point where Batman gra- like he grabs a guy. I think he grabs him from the or back of the head, punches him, or punches him something he, in it's the back so of the cool. head. But the guy flips. <laughs> Like from head, like upside down, but his face goes into the like into the ground. Maybe through the ground. Maybe it's through so the ground, and it hard. like and his, like his whole body almost bends back. It does a scorpion. at the hinge of his it neck. Does it does a scorpion. Yeah, yeah like at, from like the with the neck as the bottom of that hinge. So that guy, if he is alive, yeah. he is he is eating applesauce for the rest of his <laughs> life. In, yeah, he's a bad he's guy. He's not. You know, he's being spoon fed <laughs> for the I rest think... of his life, and that's not my Batman. Like. I don't know. Well, I, and I think the biggest thing with that is I think what we're, everyone's kind of used to is that Batman has that r- r- the ethics that the Punisher doesn't have, right? Punisher yeah. says, get the job done. I'll kill who I have to kill yeah. just because they're in the yeah. way of my bullets. Like, yeah. that's what happens. Batman says, I don't kill anyone. Maybe inadvertently. Like, yeah. he does stuff sometimes where it's like, oop, that exploded and that person was there. You could even say with the grenade, technically, if we're, yeah. if we're, if we're splitting hairs, we're like, well, he didn't 
put turn off the grenade. Like the yeah. guy activated the grenade and he he blew himself up. Yeah, really, yeah, Batman yeah. just helped him out along the way. I think what we're seeing though is this is a different Batman. This is a different world we're in. Batman is older. He even mentions the fact that we are villains. So it's almost like he's embracing it or he's getting to the point where he realizes we need to do things differently if we want results. We're going mm-hmm. up against an alien that can zap people with his eyes. Yeah. Like we probably need to approach this differently than we have been. Yeah, I think that's and I think uh the director uh Zack Snyder he made a comment about that, you know, and addressing that. Yeah, you know? he did. I, I read I read an article or an interview with him, and, and he, he says that Batman kind of views it as collateral damage mm-hmm. and not and like more of a, a manslaughter kind of issue than a than a, a murdering issue. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the reason I, I still am not entirely sold with that even is because in the Batman, the, you know, the newest Batman Arkham game, Arkham Knight, uh, the Batmobile has weapons, you know, it has guns and, and, missiles, you know, and, and missiles yeah. and all of those things. Um, and there was even a little, they like Rocksteady caught a little bit of flack when, when they first released that, you know, those clips uh, and people were like, but Batman doesn't use guns. Like he doesn't use guns because his family, that's how his parents were killed. And multiple times throughout this movie, we see them referencing the, you know, the shot of the gun with the pearls. Yeah. Um, really cool sequence. Really, it's just a cool sequence. I agree. And Lauren Cohan is amazing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so we see, you know, multiple times the gun saying in Arkham Knight, uh, the, but what the Batmobile does is it scans, uh, it scans the vehicles that it's encountering uh, for signs of life. And if there aren't any signs of life, then it will open up the weapon systems uh, mm-hmm. for targeting. Otherwise, it locks them out and it, it uses it uses rubber bullets on, like riot riot grenades or riot whatever it is like riot yeah. riot uh, weapons on yeah. on any of the people that aren't you know or any actual people rather. Yeah. So to you know to take it as far as he can to prevent people from being. Killed. What's so interesting about that is actually. If, if we're tying it to what Andy was saying before, where the thing he really liked about the movie was consequences for Superman, I guess we really should be paying attention to that because shouldn't Batman also have consequences? Because yeah. he didn't kill as many people as the Metropolis <laughs> battle did, but there were plenty. Like, yeah. And they were villains, but they still were people, right? They're yeah. still lives matter. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where um, it was kind of something that we, if depending on how they handle that moving forward, you know, maybe that is something. But, you know, it is a different Batman. It's a you know Zack Snyder is it has a different take on the character. He is older. It is that dark that Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns Batman that he doesn't really. Necessarily, oh, I think it's darker than that. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. But I'm saying it's star, you know, That's definitely the the inspiration of it. Yeah. You know, and so crazy but, that it's darker though because his suit is actually gray and not black. <laughs> so, but yeah. his soul is like deep down he's darker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Inside, yeah. Uh, Oscar. How about you, man? What was one of your weakest points, or you know, your least favorite part of, of the movie? Uh, you know, there were a few delivery moments, like where lines were said, where it, it felt odd. Like I was like, oh, no one would really say that line. It, it wasn't as bad as I was watching Man of Steel yesterday. And it wasn't as bad as there's a line they dropped that is so absurd where they're like, when Zod announces his return to Earth and they're like, it's coming over the RSS feeds. And like <laughs> the statement doesn't make sense, would not scare anyone. It is just so ridiculous. It wasn't that. But there were a few times when when people were saying things about like describing Superman as God or just the way they're doing things. And it was just like, oh, that you can't do that. No one says those kind of things. Yeah. There's a line that uh, someone pointed out to me at the funeral at the end when when, you know, Batman's standing by the grave. He says, he's like, I failed him in life. And it's like. You and Superman were never that good of friends, so it definitely it fe- it felt weird. It felt a little odd. Yeah, uh, like it didn't feel like it it it, it felt as genuine as it could have. I, I was okay with that. The really the one that stood out to me as some of the weakest the the weakest thing was um, most of the movie 
a lot of people, maybe the majority of the city, uh, has a hatred towards Superman. They're saying, we're not down with this. They have picket signs. There's some crazy ones there. If you want to read them, there's some pretty interesting <laughs> yeah. ones that sit in there. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, like those, like that Scottish um, pipe, bagpipe yeah, yeah, starts playing yeah. and then people just lose it, right? They're like, they have like, they're holding the candles, candlelight visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. at the gravesite. And it's like, where did these people come from? Like there was only one lady on the roof that was being saved by Superman. And that's, there's so many more hundreds of people yeah. around the grave. So yeah. that felt like an immediate jump that happened. I know the movie's short, but it also, or that part of the movie's shorter, but it still felt like really kind of a, a, a switch that flipped that didn't yeah. feel as genuine as it probably could have felt. Yeah. And I would agree with you. The one line that really, really stood out to me and bothered me was when, uh, Batman goes and saves uh, um, Superman's mom, and Martha. She, yeah, Martha, and says, we'll get into that. "Yeah," Martha. <laughs> and says, uh, "I'm a friend of your of your son," and she responds back by saying, uh, "Yeah, you know, I figured with the cape or whatever." Um, and I just thought, like, literally, the last, the previous scene, you were getting ready to stab him. We know which. Yeah. Kill him. Yeah, exactly. You I know, know your son would have been better than uh, yeah, I'm a friend of that your would, son. That totally would have made sense. Like, and hey, her I'm line still works. Yeah, I know it's your great, son. Yeah. I'm with your son, you know. And then her saying, I, I figured with the cape, that still would, that conversation piece still would have been golden. And so I just thought, I'm a friend of your son? Like, uh, but uh, to me, the one one of my weakest points of the movie was um, the sequence of stuff, and I kind of you know kind of mentioned this uh, off air before we started recording this. But um, the I f- I felt like there were a scene or two that were unnecessary uh, in the general in in the in the in the grand scheme of things in the movie. But then I also <laughs> felt like maybe. If you moved a couple scenes around and maybe the order of them were just rearranged, like there's a part of me that wishes I, I could have like downloaded the file, like the you know the MP4, the video file, and then kind of like re reorder things on a, <laughs> like on, the uncompressed. You want to put yeah, it into <laughs> Premiere, like <laughs> exactly do the Andy edit. exactly and do a, <laughs> and do a, my version of it because I felt like the, the it was just kind of odd and it, and it jumped around a lot and it, I think that was hard for people to to follow. Like it was kind of hard for me. Um, but I was able to piece some of the you know the pieces together. But like I watched it with Brittany, and she had a hard time following the movie. Like, hey, where are they now? Like, are they back in Metropolis? Like, I what part of the world are they in? Yeah, now? I think you like, mentioned one of the scenes you talked about was the opening like first ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just kind of thrown off. Like I, I was thinking if the whole movie was based on the consequences of of Superman and him being here, him being real, and being here in Planet Earth, and then the Battle of Metropolis. Why start the movie with this weird scene where um, Superman has to like save Lois Lane and then and then he's being framed and then that yeah, yeah and then they're... that that thread comes into later that they bring him to court not necessarily for something that doesn't happen in the U.S. Yeah, for, exactly. But not even that. But it's it's not even the big thing. It's they're bringing him in for potentially or for maybe possibly he might be the one that murdered those people. You know, and it's just like, that's what you're bringing in Superman with. Like, that's your big case that you have against him. And so I just kind of thought, like, that scene, for example, I was just like, why Why is that there? Um, I definitely thought it could, it could have been more powerful if they had if they had framed him better. I guess if Lex Luthor had done a better job of framing him because they use bullets. Superman yeah. doesn't shoot bullets. He, yeah. he definitely, if they had laser shot the people or something, that, that actually would have wrangled a bit some, more true. Some halo guns. And, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And yeah. that would have made sense, you know. But, I, I, but then I forget, like... I and maybe they could have done a better job, but I forget. Oh yeah, like that was like 
Lex. Like that was him already starting to pull the strings and make sure like this stuff happened. Um, so yeah, I, that was one of my big complaints of it. So those are our thoughts on the movie and and on Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. We did get some uh, some emails and some some things on Twitter as well mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for you know our listeners' thoughts. First one comes from uh, Efren Rosario. Uh, he emailed us and he said uh, that we have and uh, he's he's talking about Batman. Yeah, uh, and he says we have an old, tired, take no crap Batman. Uh, we can see that he has evolved from a sense of self-righteousness, as the Joker put it in The Dark Knight, to the realization that he is a criminal stated during a conversation with Alfred, uh, and the 20 years of fighting crime has essentially amounted to nothing. This leads to him taking measure in fighting crime that we have not yet seen in Batman films. Uh, he is not afraid to take lives to save them and is much more brutal to send a message. This, to me, is a huge step for a man wanting to draw a line between himself and those he is fighting when essentially there isn't one. Again, interesting development. Yeah, I also got a, uh, I got some a review uh, from at Jeremy Mefford, and uh, he shared with me, and this is great the way he kind of, um, he kind of sets it up. He gives it a, a score on a out of a you know scale of ten, and he says it's nine point five out of ten. He really, really, that's really... That's a bo- I really want to know... Way to go, man. What, yeah. <laughs> I, I want like, I want to know like what his ha- 10 is. I really like the fact that he has, like... He's sticking with his guns and his opinion. Uh, he said, of course, I don't know the comics, so I'm going entirely on what little I do know and what I'm seeing the director do. So he's already... He's up front, hey, I... You know, I don't have a lot of the history, you know, coming into this movie. Um, he goes goes on to say, Affleck was superb. Uh, Superman was just Superman. Wonder Woman was awesome. And Lex will probably be a better villain than Loki. Which is, again, another bold statement. Very which, bold statement. Which is, is like, bold. good I, for I, you. For, like, <laughs> which I think is awesome. That is a very bold statement. Uh, he says, you know, uh, Justin Eisenberg <laughs> uh, was incredible. Uh, but then he, he ends the, re- the review by saying, but I know you're more biased than I am. Ha ha. <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, that's so crazy. Because, like, I agree with a lot of that. And I really did enjoy the movie. I think Wonder Woman was excellent. Like, yeah. some of the costuming they gave her, that character's really cool the fact that it's like that's wonder woman she's got her lasso she's got her sword it's yeah bring on more wonder woman that's cool i would i think the word he used was incredible for jesse eisenberg i that wouldn't be the word i'd use that's not the strongest yeah lex we've seen that's not the strongest even performance of jesse's i've seen no Zombieland was great <laughs> <laughs> i like social network but it's that's, yeah that's true uh the next thing that we have comes from uh mr tim skulls uh, he has. Uh, he says. Uh, speaking of Superman, uh, there was. He's. He says there's nothing. There was nothing there. He was an emo Superman, and he was so sad the whole movie. He was more assertive and confident as Clark than he ever was as Superman. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the other way around. He really gave nothing to the whole story. That's sad. So, what do you guys think? I think uh, Tim is on to something here with the uh, with the Clark Kent kind of dynamic there. When he said emo Superman, I'm like, well, it's not an emo Spider Man. That's so we're, the same thing I thought. <laughs> we're, we're in a good We've place We've stepped already. up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit better. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I totally agree. Like, I, in, until he, until I, you know, we got that email, I didn't really think about that. Like, he was really bold and assertive as Clark, and he was willing to, um, you know, skip out on his job. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, and like speak up to his boss when really maybe he shouldn't have. Yeah. But then the other way around, when he was Superman, he was. Um, 
he was almost uh, maybe weak or uh, less confident or, and then like needed the support and encouragement and maybe the backing of other people to, you know, give him that confidence. And again, like I didn't think of that until, you know, we got that email. That, it does raise a question though, of like his whole thing, like the reason his dad died in the first movie was to protect his identity. Is him being bold at work? Is that like, gonna let people on to the fact that he is superman like mm-hmm. is he is it like i like that they do that in the original superman movie that he's he is timid he's <laughs> like he's a, he's a little jumbled up and yeah. so like you kind of never make the connection of him being oh wow if he takes off the glasses he's like you don't see that because you're like oh that doofus mm-hmm. like or close to it so that's interesting i wonder i wonder what that'll mean for going forward yeah and i i think that's a credit uh, something i do credit back to like the amazing spider-man movies is that, is that like you know kind of like you said comparing uh, Superman and Clark Kent in uh, in the original Superman is the difference between Spider-Man's you know very very animated character versus like he, even even after he's Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker is still socially awkward, and so yeah, um, I do think you know like it it might like I'm wondering how of of the articles that we they talk about being. Uh, being written by the the Daily Planet mm-hmm. uh, about Superman, the, the puff piece editorials, as yeah. uh, as Bruce Wayne calls them. I wonder how many of those, you know, kind of are written by Clark Kent. Because that, <laughs> like, yeah. that's a, that's pretty bold. Like to be like, yeah, this guy's awesome. You know, he kind of looks like me, but you know, I just think he's a good looking guy because he looks like me. <laughs> We're clearly not it's the like, same he guy. Clearly, has been working out. I heard he can you know, <laughs> bench at least like throw in some stats just because, like, why not? Exactly. Uh, I also just want to uh, read another review from one of our listeners uh, on Twitter at H Richards two thousand, um, and she uh, she mentioned on the Heroes and uh, Twitter page. She said BVS was not everything I wanted it to be. Uh, hashtag slightly disappointed hashtag heroes and bvs so i just thought again the reviews are just all over the place man and it's so it's so interesting to me there is one more that i have andy and i think you'll appreciate this one yes uh and that comes from brian ferguson on facebook he says best ben affleck workout footage of 2016 <laughs> crossfit man it's so good yeah. like, it, was a, it was an incredible scene and i thought that's awesome. Like you're out <laughs> shopping for tires. You're like, yes, I need to get one of those this big tires what, I can pull uh, with a rope. What, I need what right you now. what you don't know if you're listening is that Andy went out and bought a sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> no, Andy lives in a condo. He has no I need for not. a sledgehammer. I, I brought a tractor tire that's actually in my parking space. I'm in my car spelunking below <laughs> your apartment. There might be a cave there. You never know. You just gotta look. Oh my for gosh, it. that's awesome. Uh, let's talk about. We kind of said it from the reviews and just our high points and low points and stuff. Like like that but um let's talk about some of the new characters that came up in the movie um wonder woman what what'd you guys what do you guys think of her oscar what are your thoughts on, on the character? i dug it like diana is awesome like I, I i dig her character there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with her i, I like that they they gave her a costume that wasn't them saying hey she's a woman so let's take advantage of those yeah. assets it was yeah. it was kind of uh conservative in some of that which is really great because when you go the other route you immediately turn people off to her so i think the same way they're doing stuff with um with Black Widow, the yeah. way they're empowering that character emotionally, like verbally, as well as like the, the capability she has. I think they're doing some cool stuff with Wonder Woman, too. She wasn't a, oh, she's also there fighting. It was like, nope, she's kind of laying it down right yeah, now. Like, she's, she's seriously, she's the first one to like the first cut on yeah. the on um, Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, she's the first one to hit him and make him hurt, which is cool. And even before, you know, we actually see her in the suit, she's very much like she's she's trying to figure things out for herself and trying to figure out 
what's going on without the help of Batman. You know, without, she's stealing from she's, Batman. She's stealing from Batman. Like that's yeah. a, you know that's a that's an awesome. I think I think that's an awesome. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't steal from you. I was just borrowing it. Yeah. It's in your car, you idiot. Um, so it yeah, was, I, I really cool. I really did enjoy the, the stuff with her without you know like pre costume and then the big reveal. I think was you know it was the. I, the highlight maybe not necessarily or maybe not necessarily the highlight but the like most like oh my gosh you know kind of moment of the movie uh because we we knew it was coming we'd seen that kind of moment in the trailers but uh the the line like is she with you i thought she was with you uh and where she just you know she's standing there as the as the dust clears and as the as the folk or smog fog clears was yeah. awesome it was cool and i really dug the the score too like like we kind of talked about that already but um it worked. Like yeah, it and really it's gonna come did. back, right? Yeah, like, it, it worked and it was awesome. And the fight scene at the end with just what she was doing was really cool. And um, seeing the lasso was awesome. Like I kind of I freaked out, you know, because I, I think in the trailer <laughs> we just saw her with the shield and the sword, mm-hmm. which is fine. But you know, they really, the you know, they brought that into the movie, which. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the last of truth. Like, there's, That's a, the one. there's a small part of me that, for some reason, I don't know why, but it was. I thought. Ask them a question. They'll have to tell you the truth. <laughs> like, it, doesn't, it doesn't help at all in the battle. But there was a part of me What's like, your favorite soda do <laughs> like, Exactly. Like, uh, would you rather? No. <laughs> so I just thought like. How much was, money would it take? <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was awesome to see that. Well, with Doomsday, just really quick, I'll say like I, I, when they showed his initial, like he's he comes out of the womb, he's like big. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool looking. When he comes out of the sky after the nuclear strike and rips off some skin to show the, the like the bones, I'm yeah. like, I'm in. This is Doomsday the way mm-hmm. he's supposed to look yeah. or just a variation of that. So I, I got really uh, stoked about that. Yeah. And I guess kind of just shifting gears to, you know, to Doomsday. Uh, I I thought it was he was done well. I I was concerned with the first you know first we saw of him. I think everyone. Was. I, I think yeah. everyone was because he just looked like a ninja turtle. Yeah. Um, oh. You know. Mm. Uh, but so and we know how you feel about those. At least Andy and I know how you feel. About <laughs> no, those. I, I ninja turtles. I, I love <laughs> just you know, not the movie. Just so the last yeah, the so, movie. Ah yes, there you go. Okay. So uh, but with what is yeah. happening? <laughs> but with Doomsday. Um, I, I enjoyed that there was the moments where, and I think there's, if I'm not mistaken, there's, I think, two moments where he kind of sheds his skin and, and becomes bigger and bulkier. Or maybe there's just the one, and then he cuts, his arm gets cut off, and he grows that awesome bone, that, that awesome yeah. bone, you know, kind of saber, uh, whatever Saber stabbing yeah. device that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so what did you guys think of Doomsday? I thought I thought it was cool. I, I thought it worked. I'm not uh I'm not super attached to that villain or even some of his comic book stuff. So I know some people were upset that, quote unquote, they wasted a villain um, for it just being a small part of the movie and they could have done more with the, with the character. Um, I'm not on I'm not in that camp. I again, I have no there's not a special tie with me in that character. So. Um, I, I, thought I thought he, it worked. Yeah, and I thought he fit in well here. It would have been difficult to see them bring up Doomsday later on and have like the JLA fight them because yeah. he's a Superman villain. It, like, there's one role that he plays as as most of the comic books go is like Superman has to die, and the only yeah. person that can kill him is well, magic or yeah, yeah. apparently Doomsday. So like, yeah. this is what's supposed to happen. So I thought it was great in that moment. I get where they're saying like, oh, we could have had a whole movie of that. I think we got that movie, and I think there was. What Hulk was that? Where it he was fought the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, yeah like yeah. and we saw that where the most of the 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 movie was them fighting a really large entity, and I yeah. like that this was a smaller part of it, and it did what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I dug it. Um, how about how about on the other side? Not not you know looking at not only Doomsday but Lex. What you guys? What you think of Lex and you know Jesse Eisenberg? Did you 
appreciate his performance? Did you think it was almost, you know, set up to fail? Cody, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, I I really enjoyed Jesse Eisenberg Jesse Eisenberg's portrayal of of this character. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a great job, uh, and I thought he was he followed through completely with uh, with the nervous tics, you know. And I thought that kept kind of the movie interesting because because you're always wondering like what is he going to say? What is his plan? You know, with this this red capes are coming, you know. And as he talks about grandma's peach tea, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and all of those things. However. He didn't feel like Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. um, and I think the the reason that they try to uh, you know try to do that is because he's not like they they I think they needed him to serve a certain purpose, and I think that a, a Lex Luthor the the classic Lex Luthor couldn't really you know couldn't really fulfill that yeah uh, ultimately, and so they I think they kind of you know to made a made a character to you know to to fulfill what again what they wanted. Um, and they just had to, they wanted him to be related or they wanted him to have a place in the Superman storyline. And so they called him Luther Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's definitely different. He's not Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville. He's not a lot of the other Lexes we've seen. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's some good stuff that happens with him, but someone mentioned it. Maybe it was Andy earlier on before when we were talking. Like he said he was an underdog and you want to root for that sometimes. The, the problem with some of that is like, that people were like, oh man, maybe he'll be like Heath Ledger. He'll do something we don't expect. And I think that that was like Heath Ledger was that diamond in the rough. It happened or that magical moment that was just so unexpected. And it was what we all want to see happen in Suicide Squad with um, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. We want to see that happen. I don't know if, I don't think that happened with Lex Luthor in this mm-hmm. one. He There were some neat stuff he did. Uh, there were some things that kind of felt like Joker, kind of felt like... Jack Sparrow or something else, was it like, like the Riddler, the Riddler or the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like that. You could almost even move right into the Riddler yeah. costume if you needed him to. Osborne style, just like exactly. swoop into it. Exactly. Uh, but I think that happens sometimes. Like if you gamble on that, sometimes you don't win the gamble. And I think that I, I don't know that that destroys the movie uh, to the point that some critics are saying. I think it's just like that part isn't as successful as they might have wanted it to be. Yeah, I think my you know it was a different take on Lex, and I'm okay with that. Um, it would have been boring, I think, if maybe they just did a, a normal Lex, maybe, you know, and, and geeks and nerds can, we can be so fickled and just so, uh, hard to satisfy. And oh yeah. So, we like, get it, to be the, we get to be angry nerds. Yeah. A whole uh, lot. My, my, one of like with the Batman killing thing, you know, not to backtrack too much, but I was, I always wonder if that's too much, if I'm just being an angry nerd. About yeah. That. Cause I, what I'm saying is like where I, why I brought that up is like, if it was more of a traditional Lex Luthor. Would be people would like would people be saying it's just another Lex Luthor? Like we've seen this character yeah. before. Why not do something different with him? And so it's just like <laughs> we could, you know, we can go That's back and forth. Yeah, we can go back. That's and really forth. the argument I made with someone. I think it was Stephen, actually, yeah. a friend of the podcast, where I said he he mentioned that I was like, I feel like we got that in Superman Returns with Kevin Spacey. Yeah, that we got a straight up, and I I love Kevin Spacey. He's doing great stuff with television right now, and I really dug him as like Lex, Lex Luthor yeah, yeah. but I think also that we needed something different if we had gotten that we would have been like well we got another Lex like that's yeah. all we got out of it so I don't know I, I feel like if they would have gotten Heisenberg <laughs> the other I, I, I think like John like yeah. I credit that joke entirely to John but yeah. I, John when we saw because like, I saw the movie with Mel and John Ilkenhans yeah. uh, after the movie he was like I feel like they said like somebody at DC was like get Heisenberg <laughs> and then they got like oh yeah we got him we got Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we got the wrong guy. It's too late. He's already booked. He already signed the contract. 
So this is who we're going with. You yeah, know? <laughs> I just feel like, again, I appreciate that they tried something different. Um, his tics and his like little antics and stuff like that, I enjoyed that. Um, and if you had gotten Brian Cranston in there, there would have been a moment where he would have built like some green crystal yeah. suit and he would have gotten in in his whitey tidies to get into that suit. Like, it it would have been, that would have been the, the callback to end all callbacks. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I like, like with the way, you know, the way we saw Lex be, you know, played out here in the movie, for the most part, I, I was okay with it. And, uh, and let's not take away anything away from from Jesse Eisenberg. Like he's a good he's a good actor. Yep. He's not like he's they got a bad actor to no. to be in this movie. It's, you know, I think it was just a, a really tough challenge for whoever was in that role if they wanted to do a different take. Uh, uh, one know, of the ones him. that I wanted to mention as well was the the Alfred that was in this one, mm-hmm. and I think it's so cool that because of the Nolan series, we've gotten to see some really great Alfred stuff. Yeah, there, they, I think Alfred was always an, an also ran kind of thing in the older movies, and so it's great seeing something stronger. I really loved Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Uh, I, I thought his delivery for so many moments was really cool. I, I actually dug that he was a bigger part of what was happening. It reminded me of Alfred in the comics, where sometimes he shows up like with a gun or something. Yeah, he's like, I'm yeah, prepared. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's tinkering yeah. with stuff. Like he's actually actively a part of the, the heist scene and stuff, which is cool. The only thing I thought with irons that kind of didn't work was he kept dropping these like Michael Caine style of like one liners under his breath. And he's got too thick of like <laughs> this deeper thing <laughs> going deep. on. So yes, yeah, so it just didn't seem like it felt the same mm-hmm. way. Like it's like, that's a Michael Caine joke. Stop it. Like, you're not <laughs> supposed to be doing that right now. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. And like to your point, Oscar, that it did remind me of like, the animated series a little bit or the comic books that Alfred does play a role in really helping Batman with the mission or, you know, mm-hmm. with the task at hand or stopping the crim- criminal, whatever it may be. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. So, yeah, I also, I also liked this Alfred uh, and I enjoyed that. He, I enjoyed the tinkering and, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, R and D department kind of, kind of <laughs> yeah. Alfred. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I think, it's logical for me to think that we no longer at this point in the in where they're at. Maybe maybe this Alfred, you know, he's picked up enough from Lucius Fox. I was gonna say, I guess um, he's been studying with Lucius. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just yeah. you know he's been around this stuff you he's know long enough. Yeah. Uh, that he you know or you know maybe he's just a little more you know tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I I did actually really enjoy you know that kind of element. Uh, do we want to talk about Superman? You know Henry yeah. Cavill's Henry Cavill's second performance as Superman, and maybe one big part of what happened with Superman in yeah. this. Let's let's go for it. I, I I think just I'll go quickly with my thoughts on him. Um, I, I I like him as Superman, um, but he definitely, unfortunately, I think the other things happening in the movie, um, you know, did better than his performance. Mm-hmm. His performance is kind of just there. Kind of like what Jeremy said in his review, like, yeah, Superman was Superman, you know? Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I was more interested in Wonder Woman. I was more interested in um, and Ben Affleck as Batman. So uh, how about you, Oscar? What are your thoughts on him? I, I can maybe agree with that, that, like, there wasn't anything uniquely Henry Cavill's that yeah. was this. I think what was cool about Man of Steel was it was the first time we were seeing him do this thing. And so it was so cool seeing, like, wow, he is embodying that so mm-hmm. well. And this time... I was I was all in it for Batman, and that's he obviously Batman is more of my guy. Like that's where yeah. I'm going to go to in comic books. Uh, but I think Henry Cavill works. I, I definitely know that if you're talking about why did it make so much money when critics didn't like it, is like well, one half of that money is all the girls that went to go see Henry Cavill. <laughs> like there's yeah. if, if there's a reason that people saw it for Wonder Woman, there's a reason <laughs> people went to go see it for Henry Cavill. So like it is there's that joke Adam West. I feel like he always 
makes in his uh when he's making fun of himself where he's like i was 100 bat 100 west under that batman <laughs> suit and guess what it's 100 cavill under there and yeah, mm-hmm. if you're talking about that workout regime of like ben affleck look at henry cavill and how he found a way to still be bigger still be like he's a different force to mess with than yeah. batman is like that's so cool that's all yeah and credit to him to the, the dedication to to you know go through with that all of that workout and stuff like that to get in that shape I will say with the uh, with Superman and with Henry Cavill's portrayal there, I really did enjoy that we see you know and, and Tim you know kind of joked about it about uh, about him you know being a a, a weak you know or uh, emo Superman. I think that it was cool to see him struggling with uh, with you know he, like he feels like humanity should be accepting him and he, he he's like not really I think understanding why mm-hmm. uh, because as far as he's as far as he's concerned, he's done all that he can to you know to help humanity in every way that he can uh, and to to protect the earth that he's grown up on and that he loves and uh, i think in particular of the scene uh at the at the senate building you know where, yeah. uh, where the where the bomb in the wheelchair goes off which i was not expecting me neither yeah. at all yeah, I, even, there was a question in my mind at a couple of points but when it was actually happening i didn't realize it until superman realized it yeah and it just moved in my seat like it yeah. totally back. yeah it totally yeah, got me even when we see the the you know the gra- granny sweet tea yeah uh on the like i i didn't think that that's where it was going necessarily. <laughs> i thought it yeah. was a prank i yeah. thought it was just Which like lex luther's could, being from funny. now on you can prank any friend of yours that has tea just drop a little <laughs> note in there that's it they that's go, they're no longer drinking that tea uh but that moment when you know the building goes like the building goes up and uh and superman's standing there like you know getting emotional and he's just like he looks around him uh and and he's so upset about it i th- i thought that was he's like, crying th- at that point he's, too, yeah right? he starts crying because he's yeah, yeah I, he he very clearly feels so defeated uh so i really did enjoy that, that that's cool because that actually shows him as as much as they're showing Bruce Wayne working so hard and being the man, like being a human man, like yeah. Superman, like not being able to connect, working so hard and trying to connect. It shows him as alien. It shows him as the other side of it. So it is human versus another race. Like yeah. it's it's really cool how they, they kind of are juxtaposing those two pieces. Can we gonna, yeah, can talk we about talk it. about the the thing that happens at the end? What what's what? Remind me, Oscar. I kind of dozed off there. So, oh my so when I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just so kidding. when Doomsday comes into play, <laughs> this thing happens where uh, Superman doesn't make it. Like for some reason, he's not <laughs> able to withstand, and that's that's it. He's down for the count. And uh, what's hilarious is like if you know Superman, wait, he survived the nuclear blast. Was anyone watching that? Just stick him out in the sun like a, yeah, a flower. Yeah. Like I think he'll come back. Exactly. You just give him a little bit of a uh, real quick with the nuclear blast. I was surprised that it even affected him i don't i mean i guess he's ultimately made of atoms because atoms are throughout the universe they say i mean i've never yeah. been outside of you know, <laughs> earth <laughs> but but i think i i was a little like wait a minute why is like why one did why did, and then why does this his face get messed up but his suit doesn't so crazy like it would have been cool yeah, if does. his if he came back and his suit was half torn off but he was like no nah, i ain't going down without a fight doomsday I, if, I don't know the science behind it. I can't answer answer that question. We Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Somebody call Bill Nye. But what I will say is that um, let's give credit to to Zack Snyder because he he pulled off. Some people will say you know pull pull off. Some people will say he dropped the ball, but he he killed Superman. Yeah, that's yeah. not a light thing to do. Absolutely, it's, it's not. And he had. All of us knew that this movie was going to be really, you know, and was inspired by, you know, Frank Miller's The Dark Knight. None of us thought, even with knowing Doomsday, like seeing Doomsday in the trailer, none of us really thought that 
That that's where it was going to go. That it was, if anything, it, I would have thought it would have been the death of the other way around. It's Batman in there. Yeah. yeah like, with the Dark Knight stuff. It's just kind of like, what? And so um, it, it was kind of, I, like, I was, I, I was sitting there watching the movie and I honestly, I was, I don't even know the guy, but I was proud that he, he took it there. Like, you can't introduce Doomsday without him killing Superman. That's true. And yeah. so I, I, I thought that was awesome. I was I was genuinely surprised that they that they went that far, yeah. and the whole time I'm thinking like, oh well, Batman's just gonna like throw him in the Batmobile and like send the Batmobile up out of <laughs> out of the atmosphere, <laughs> and then he's just gonna be healed and he's gonna come back before the end of the movie, and uh, and that's ultimately not what happens. You know, mm-hmm. we see the we see the two funerals, the, the Superman funeral and the Clark Kent funeral. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see like if people put that those pieces together at it's all. It's on two separate pages. How could they? They don't even know. <laughs> and he's got glasses. And he's in got one glasses. Of them. Yeah. One of them. Not, not no one can piece that face. puzzle together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the moment is actually really cool. Again, with the visuals, like yeah. the, the way they're shooting things is really cool, and it's that thing that everyone's waiting for. So maybe it's not as neat as I want it to be. But like when you're watching the top of the coffin, and you know that things are going to happen. Like I, I dug what happened. Like a little bit of particles move. You're yeah. like, he's in there. He's kicking. Like or something's yeah. going to change. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was really a really well done piece. I thought it was again visuals really cool. I know that some people sometimes expect that, so they're just waiting for the moment for the the person's eyes to open or for the heart to beat or something. But I still think mm-hmm. you're right. I think it was cool that it was confident and Zack Snyder decided this is what I'm doing with it. I get that it's so pivotal. We can never do this again. Otherwise it doesn't have the same kind of meaning, but I thought that was neat that he went there. And credit to, to uh, Batman v Superman. If like, you know, like we think uh, what's going to happen in civil war, that one of the big heroes dies uh, at this point, if one of the big heroes dies in civil war, It'll kind of be like, well, Superman's already died. like you. The, yeah, we've DC killed seen the guy. Yeah. yeah, you know, like they killed the superhero. But uh, let's just talk a little bit about what what this death of Superman kind of means going forward. You know, and and means for this uh, the next movie is to, to, uh, well after Suicide Squad and after Wonder Woman is the Justice League. So, right. what do you think that Justice League storyline? You know, kind of you know, let's like maybe we just hypothesize a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, brainstorm a little bit about what that might look like. Yeah, totally. I th- I think of course. Uh, unfortunately right when superman dies in the comic book in our world that was a terrible point for comic books because it was the 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 ending of a really great era they they issued way too many issues they made them gold and foil covered and everyone bought them and everyone sold them and nothing was worth value the value plummeted it dropped and aside from that though there were some really neat things that happened out of it we got like five different supermans before eventually we got superman again Mm -hmm. and so i don't know that we're going to get superboy and i don't think we're going to get man of steel you know the same way even though that's some really cool stuff uh so it is interesting to see what happens i think we're just going to get henry cavill again because i didn't look at contracts i don't know what's happening but people are going to be sad if he's not still there just the same way if we don't get hugh jackman as wolverine as many more times as we can so i don't all of the times all the times yeah (laughs) i don't think we're getting a multifaceted uh superman return i think it's Mm going to be a single one Uh, and with what's coming with the justice league i think this means based on the metahuman stuff we saw i think that's this kind of sets this to the table right for who the characters are that we're going to see yeah yeah i i think it's safe to say uh, that we see, you know, we see the the meta human files, you know, that uh, that Wonder Woman accesses, and we see that she has a, there's files on her uh, that Lex Corp has. There's files on the Flash, yeah. uh, and there's uh, Cyborg and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's safe to say that those six 
Yeah. yeah. And then with Batman. And, you know, with Batman and then assuming Superman, you know, comes back at some point in the Justice League movie, that's our sixth Justice League, I think, you know, which is a little untraditional. Typically, Justice League, you know, has uh, has seven characters. Yeah. One of my know, favorites, Green Lantern. Yeah. 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 Right, right. Um, so I, I think, though, with, with this next Justice League movie, it'll be interesting to see, that I, I guess, or, or, you know, the implication of Superman being dead uh, is that Batman's going to be the one that kind of rounds up, you know, the rest of these metahumans. And, and he kind of even hints at it a little bit, uh, you know, towards the, towards the end of the movie, during the funeral, uh, you know, in that conversation that Bruce Wayne has with Wonder Woman. Yeah, and he says, it like, yeah, we got to get these guys. We, we're going to need them. Um, and I think kind of looking ahead, like you were saying, Cody, with the Justice League movie, I think it's lined up uh, for uh, Dark Side. Um, I, that's my, I think that's, um, n- not, not taking into consideration that nightmare scene and not, you know, potentially what that is, or even that, that person who maybe is the flash, the person maybe, in the clouds. Yeah. yeah like maybe is that other, we don't even know who that person is, but excluding that scene, um, just that the way the movie played out and all that stuff, I think it is dark side i think even with lex saying what he'd said in the prison like it's already started and it's something about the art and then you look at the art and it's it looks like it has demons and like hell or earth and heaven and Mm -hmm. all this stuff and so i think it's dark side and um so i think that's the villain that we're gonna see how they bring back superman i don't know again even though he didn't do that great he didn't have such a strong presence in this movie I, i do like Henry, you know, Henry Cavill in that in that role, I do like that Superman like that we have. And so I, I want to see him back. Um, I heard Nick Cage is available, though. <laughs> For some reason, they have not rule everything out. Yeah, let's not rule everything out. Um, how do we feel with it being uh, Zack Snyder leading the charge? You know, this is now his... He's done a, I forget, but he's done a lot of graphic novels and comic book movies. Yeah. Like, I forget that. Watchmen and 300, which yeah. are powerful yeah, things. Like yeah, I absolutely. I forget that he did he's, those. He's producing on all of them. Is he also directing another one? Like He, he signed on to direct Justice League. And there's actually okay. a petition out there now to get him removed <laughs> oh, from, from directing the director seat of Justice League. Again, I, I, I like this. I'm okay with him leading the charge it's kind of like it is what it is unfortunately i think that almost might be a mistake i get it if some people didn't like this this wasn't their cup of tea because it was different because it 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 moved around kind of differently than you expected i think a justice league just the way it is i don't know that that works for not necessarily even this uh, this universe dc Mm -hmm. universe uh cinematic universe i think just in our world in general like when i watch jla stuff it's great on tv like the cartoons are fun it's great in the comic books but it it also not campy that's not the right word but it's like Aquaman, like Aquaman works as a really strong superhero. I think you need something a little different for Aquaman to be really cool and not just to feel mm-hmm. like he's the guy with the dolphins. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, want yeah. it, like it's Khal Drogo. I want it to be really good. So yeah. I, I want to see somebody doing something different. I, I think I, I my concern, I, I'm going to say that I'm okay with the Zack Snyder thing. I don't mm-hmm. want to see somebody else come into the director's chair because I think if we do see someone come into the director's chair for that without that being intentional and that being the plan, uh, what will I think? What will ultimately happen is that it'll it'll have a lack of vision, yeah. uh, and you know that that whoever that is won't have the same vision for Justice League uh, and for the rest of the DC cinematic universe mm-hmm. uh, as what Zack Snyder had, and I think that ultimately it would suffer, yeah. uh, in in the movies would get progressively worse, just be if not for anything, but like again, like I said, a lack of vision. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. I think of like sports, like if you're 
you drafted this quarterback or you tr- made this trade for your, for this quarterback, you kind of have to stick with him for uh, at least a couple of seasons, you know, a few seasons before maybe trying to get rid of him. Or right. else you're or, trying to, if you just do it after one season, you, you know, you do, we never really got, to, you know, we never had a chance to see what he really can right. do. Right. And I get millions of dollars, billions of dollars involved. So that, that means we should move on. But I, I think you're right. Like that's what felt so great about this is that it felt like a direct connection, man of steel, to to this movie like yeah. donna justice like i felt like they were powerful together we've kind of hinted on it already let's talk a little bit about this this nightmare scene and then the you know the the clip or the section that immediately follows with this character that we assume we're assuming is the flash i yeah. think i don't know that is there anyone i'm else? assuming it's the flash i i wasn't sure that it was a flash i, I would have said no it's not the flash we saw uh, the metahuman file it looked like a filipino dude and this kind of looked like a spanish dude so yeah. they're, they're similar but not the same the yeah. hair was different the face was different but if it's a flash from the future if it's a flash in a suit that i just didn't recognize it's not what we're seeing on tv or just what we're used to mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm okay with that i think it could work my first thought when i saw that i was very confused i knew that it was a dream sequence but I was still very confused. I was thrown off because it looked like Ben Affleck woke up from this dream. But then this other thing happened. And and then honestly, my first thought for the character was it looked like Robin. And I don't know if you guys thought that, but it looked it reminded me of the Robin from Arkham Knight because mm-hmm. he has like the buzz haircut. Yeah. Again, I don't know if he even has a helmet. If that's or not. a helmet or but yeah. I, for some reason when I saw it, I thought it looked like he had a buzz haircut and it looked like he had like the Robin like mask. And so I was just like, what the crap is, <laughs> what the crap is, <laughs> what is Robin, Robin doing these doing days? Here? And so I was thrown off by that. But then again, I was confused on a, a one more level because it appeared like Batman woke up again from a, from a dream within a dream within an exception, like inception kind of a thing. Yeah. Like I was like, what well, you is get happening? past level four and he's in limbo. So yeah. <laughs> I was throwing off Cody. What are your predictions or thoughts on that? Uh, scene? So I, I think of, you know, like what he says, That's what the, the key part. what that character says, I think is the, is the key. Yeah. And he says, uh, you were right. You were right about him. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, Lois Lane is the key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking through kind of what that means. And if and if this is a story, if what I think is going to happen for Justice League is the storyline that they're going with, then I am so on board. Uh, and I, th- what I think that means is that they're kind of heading towards uh, very much like the Injustice video game uh, storyline. And for those that maybe are unfamiliar with Injustice uh, with the video game, what happens in that game is uh, is at the very beginning of the game, uh, Joker, uh, you know the Batman Batman villain Joker, everybody mm-hmm. knows Joker. Uh, he kills Lois Lane. Uh, and he kind of, he tricks Superman into actually being the one to do it to yeah. laser eyes kill Lois Lane, uh, and then he reveals to Superman that she's also pregnant with their unborn child. Yeah, yikes so, and double yikes, yeah. double yikes. Yeah. So uh, what eventually what then happens is uh, is Superman kills Joker, mm-hmm. uh, and he you know kind of is, takes over the world, uh, yeah. and he starts killing any. He's, he threatens humanity and says, if you don't stop all conflict, then I will end it for you. Uh, and by that, he means that he will end whoever is you. directly involved. He <laughs> yeah. will literally end you. Yeah. The uh, way he vaporizes those two guys in the dream. Yeah. Look like left, just, look right. They're gone. Yeah, done. They're done. Yeah. Like he, he, and so it, it really splits the Justice League and it splits uh, superheroes throughout, you know, throughout uh, the DC universe. And I'm, I, if, so if this is where it's had, it's heading and, then I am entirely on board. And I think the the mention of Lois Lane being the key 
uh, to Batman, you know, is is the awesome is the awesome indicator of yeah, that. making sure if hey, I, again, we're assuming that's maybe where they're going. So it's like if Lois Lane is the key, then almost hey, make sure you're with her, make sure you protect her, make sure you are aware of where she's at, kind of a thing before. Superman loses it. it. I mean, if it happens, if this is a storyline, and it's such a cool one for sure, if it happens while Superman's not alive, like he's still resurrected or just not yet, and it's when Batman's in charge, that's where the enemies happen. Like that's oh, yeah. Batman really v Superman. Yeah. Like that's, he's coming after him. He's like, wait, we talking about you failed him in life. It's like that would be it right there. Yeah, that would be that would be bad for sure. The the other implication uh, or the other cool thing about that injustice uh, injustice game that I'm I am totally okay with happening is. What happens, you know, the the conflict is ultimately resolved because uh, Batman brings people, brings the heroes from another Earth. Like, yeah, you know, like alternate reality an alternate, an alternate Earth. You know, he brings the, the Justice League from an alternate Earth to to our world mm-hmm. to, you know, to to stop him. Uh, and so, if the if that ends is somehow the possibility for Stephen Amell <laughs> oh to show up as oh to show up as as green arrow <laughs> oh, no. on this uh, i am oh, entirely no. i cannot <laughs> i wait. mean i love Stephen amell and i love you know arrow. i would go see that movie oh, my <laughs> i would God. i it would not even be a choice listen i i think it's he's not be... laundry television Oscar. <laughs> 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 yes! what's this laundry television that you speak listen, listen I, I love that Stephen amell is gonna be uh casey jones i think that's so cool the problem i have with really maybe the way he's being portrayed on tv right now is that he's there's arrow there's flash and the DC Legends of Tomorrow and my there's a term I use uh, with my friends that I call it's laundry television in that the TV shows are uh, you can fold your laundry while you're, while you're watching them and uh, you don't really miss anything it's, uh, so disrespectful. Yeah, you don't have to pay full attention to them and you still that's get the gist so of what's mean. happening that's awful that's so mean so I'm just gonna call it right there that's our episode for Heroes and Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice thank you so much to Oscar for joining us yeah man uh, if you're listening, we would still love to hear your thoughts on this movie. It's a big deal for the rest of the DC Cinematic Universe. Just hashtag uh, Heroes and BBS or tell us on social media. You can tell us on Twitter and Instagram at Heroes underscore and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Heroes and or email us your lengthy dis- uh, lengthy thoughts at Heroes and podcast at gmail.com. Just want to give you guys the comics dropping March 30th. Uh, we have Aquaman number 50. We have X-Men 92 issue number one. Uh, so that X, that comic book is uh, based and inspired by the animated TV show of X-Men that came out in the early 90s, which is awesome. So uh, issue number one comes out today. We also have Daredevil number five. And then lastly, we have Captain America Sam Wilson. Excuse me. Captain America, Sam Wilson, number is, is seven. Is Mr. Whedon right yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, we're having some uh, struggles here. Uh, <laughs> but number seven comes out, uh, which is awesome because uh, all those covers, is a bunch of variant covers, um, and they're done by uh, Alex Ross. And so that art style is incredible. And so, again, uh, you definitely want to get that if you can. And if you're able to take a moment to subscribe, rate, uh, review our episodes on whatever platform you're listening to them on, we would appreciate them or appreciate that rather, as well as sharing them with uh, with your friends that you think may appreciate this uh, or may appreciate what we're doing here at Heroes And. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. I'm Cody. I'm Oscar. And I'm Andy. And, and we're out. out.